Fear of losing money is what causes it to stay away. This podcast is all about becoming recession proof. It's such a powerful episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bizzik. I'm a personal development expert with almost a decade of experience coaching people to rewire their mind for success. And my mission is to help entrepreneurs come alive to their limitless possibilities. And this episode is all about money. If you see what's going on in the world right now, there's so much fear. There's so much doubt, there's so much economic uncertainty and it causes people to panic, pull their money out of the market and choose to keep it safe under their mattress, which is a terrible idea. All that causes you to do is lose out on the future gains of the market. Now, well, this isn't gonna be a financial strategy discussion, but my point is fear causes people to make silly decisions. Fear causes people to look at headlines instead of history. If you take a look at history, this is important to note, after every business expansion comes a recession. It's, it just happens over, it's cyclical over and over and over again. It's up and down and up and down and up and down, but the general trend is always up. And what happens is because people are consuming news media or consuming information from people that don't know what they're talking about, like they're taking money advice from their broke uncle, what they end up doing is making silly decisions that hurt them financially over the long term. And so I want to start this just by saying that this is a cycle and trend. This is predictable. This is common. But I want to talk specifically about the money fear that you may be experiencing from two angles. The first angle, we're going to talk about it from the mindset and energy perspective when it comes to money. And the second angle is the strategy perspective in terms of business. So what that means is how to actually succeed in business during a time when you could label it as an economic recession. Most people think that when that happens, people's money is dried up. They're not going to be able to invest in themselves, all of those things. And it's just not true. So we're going to go into all of that in this episode. So let's start with the mindset and energy piece of money. I think a lot of people have really conflicting scarcity mindsets around money and that causes them to keep it away. If you have a fear of using money to benefit your life, you're actually fearful of more money coming into your life. And so I'm going to give you a different definition of money like that most people would say. And this is going to sound a little woo-woo, kind of crazy. And it's okay. If you think it's woo-woo, crazy, whatever, that's fine. But this works for me and I hope that it serves you. Money is energy. That's all it is. It's energy. Most people say it's used to buy goods and services, but where does money come from? If I were to ask you where money comes from, most people say from my work, from my business, from my job, thing from the government, things like that. And they'd all be wrong. Money is a universal gift. What that means is, if, let me ask you this, if it came from your job and it came from the government, then why is it that 1,700 new millionaires are created every single day? If there was a limited amount, because that assumes there'd be a limited amount, right? You make X number of dollars per year. There's a limited amount of money. How is it possible that more money is always happening? Money is energy. So this is less about investing in dollars and cents. This is more about the mindset that you approach money with. Money is energy. And so if you think about your emotions as a radio dial, if you were to guess low emotions versus high emotions, low vibration versus high vibration, what, where would money sit on that scale? Lower, high vibration, high vibration, right? Like vibration attracts like, okay? So if money is a very high vibration 
it is attracted by the emotions of a high vibration. So emotions of low vibration would be something like worry, something like doubt, fear, panic, etc. Those emotions carry a certain wavelength, their frequency. And those frequencies are not the same of money. And so what most people are trying to do is for their money situation, they're trying to change their money situation from a mindset of worry and fear. And so those are lower frequencies, but money is over here at the higher frequencies. And so if you think about a radio dial, this is a great way to illustrate it. Think about a radio dial. It's got a ton of different radio stations, 88.1, 96.3B96, 1019, 103.5, 107.9, right? If 88.1 is the lowest frequency, and 107.9 is the highest frequency, money is hanging out at 107.9. That's where money's hanging out because that's what allows for more in your life. Having more money is a beautiful thing. I love money. Money's incredible. Having more of it's beautiful. It hangs out when you are feeling beautiful. You are feeling abundant. You are feeling vibrant. So let's use the example of 88.1. Let's say that's depression. If depression is 88.1, you will not receive the insights or the, have the energetic frequency to attract money, which is hanging out at 107.9. And so your job is to change your radio dial through the emotional mastery stuff that we teach about in our programs, changing your radio dial, changing the frequency that you tune into will allow you to attract money in a different way. So if you're thinking about a radio, the station 88.1 is available for you to listen to. And let's say you tune into that. But at the same time, couldn't you always tune into 96.3? And couldn't you always tune into 103.5? And couldn't you always tune into 107.9? Of course you could. Those frequencies are available at all times. All frequencies are available at all times. But because we are getting something from tuning into a lower frequency, we stay there. And that has to do with three things that we focus on. It's called the three patterns of focus. Let me ask you a question. Do you tend to focus more on what's missing from your life or what you appreciate in your life? Do you tend to focus more on what you, what's missing from your life or what you appreciate in your life? That's the first question to ask yourself. Where do you tend to live? We all do both, but where do you tend to live? Question two, do you tend to focus more on what you can control or can't control? Do you tend to focus more on what you can control or can't control? We all do both, but where do you tend to live emotionally? Pattern number three, do you tend to focus more on the past, the present, or the future? We all do all three, but where do you tend to live? This is an emotional recipe. How you answer those questions will allow me to predict literally how you feel in any moment. For example, if you're focused on what's missing from your life, what you cannot control in the past, what emotion is that? Depression. If you're focused on what's missing from your life, what you cannot control in the present, what emotion is that? Anger and frustration. If you're focused on what's missing from your life, what you cannot control in the future, what emotion is that? Anxiety, fear, worry. If you're focused on what you appreciate in your life, what you can control in the past, what emotion is that? Nostalgia. Like gratitude, appreciation, focus on what you appreciate in your life, what you can control in the present, you feel joy and happiness. What you can control, what you appreciate in your life in the future, you feel excitement. It's an emotional recipe. And how you answer those questions determines what frequency you are tuning into. And so if you're consistently focused on what's missing from your life and what you can't control, it does not matter what strategies you do, you cannot sustain happiness long-term from that place. So you'll always tune into the lower dials, but money's, figure, money, money's up here at the higher dials. But you're tuning into the lower ones because your patterns of focus are on what's missing and what you can't control. If you just change where you focus, change the words you use to describe your situation and see life is happening for you and not to you, it changes things because of those higher frequencies, those higher emotions like unconditional love, appreciation, faith, trust, belief. In those circumstances, those, those frequencies, 
you don't have worry. When you don't have worry, you don't make stupid decisions about money. And when you don't make stupid decisions about money, more comes into your life. And on top of that, you come up with new ideas on how you can generate money because you're living in a place of excitement, of creativity, of possibility. So there's two emotions that are the sandwich of abundance. And that's unconditional love and appreciation. They're the sandwich of financial abundance. Think about why that is. They're the highest radio frequencies of all. Unconditional love is the frequency and energy of creation. If you care about a group of people so much or someone so much, what do you want to do for them? Anything. You want to do anything for them. You, you do anything you can to make their life better. This is where you come up with ideas that in business, if you care about a group of people so much, last week we talked a lot about uh, how marketing is empathy and you need to enter your ideal customer's world. Well, if you're in the world of unconditional love, that's the mindset of creation. You care about your customers so much, you're willing to create what they need at this moment in time. And remember, the world's always changing. So you need to make sure your stuff is in alignment with what they need right now. And so unconditional love is the mindset of creation. Appreciation is the mindset of receiving. When you're grateful, when you're truly appreciative, you feel like you're receiving a gift. And so if you have love and receiving, giving and receiving, giving and receiving, giving and receiving, that's abundance. That's abundance. That exists at 107.9. That exists when your radio dial is at the top. That exists when your patterns of focus are serving you. But when you are focused on worry, what's missing from your life and what you can't control, it doesn't matter what you try, money will seem to evade you. The energy that you put out into the world is what you will attract back. And so a metaphor that I like to use is that money is like air. If you think about air, if you take a breath in, and you hold your breath and you never let it out, you never exhale, what happens? You'll suffocate, right? But when you take a breath in and you exhale, you never have to worry if it's gonna be there or not. Air is always there. You just gotta do your part of inhaling and exhaling. The same is true with money. If you let some go and you're worried that it will never come back, you don't inhale. You're like, that's, that's what it's like. <laughs> I hope that was silly enough for you. But if you inhale consistently like, keep it all, then what happens? You don't ever let any out. And so you constrict the flow. It's give and receive. It's in and out. It's air. It's inhale, exhale. And so we need to start viewing money that way. If you love someone deeply and you appreciate them, the sandwich of abundance, you're not clingy to them and you're not talking crap about them behind their back. You are like, oh my gosh, thank you for coming over. Yeah, go have fun with your friends. Have a blast. It's unconditional love and it's appreciation. It's like air, it's easy, it's, it flows. And so if there is a scarcity mindset, meaning a fear of money in your life, it just has to do with your energy. So one thing that I wanna share with you, most people think I can just earn my way to abundance. That's not how it works. You will never get beyond scarcity. You'll never, get, you'll never earn your way past scarcity. You have to start beyond scarcity. It starts with how you view money. So an example that can serve you is viewing money the same way you would a friend or a person. If, if your best friend were money, how do you treat your best friend? So everyone has a relationship with money the same way they do people. And so with money, a lot of people have a relationship where it's, I'm going to talk crap about them behind their back and then be upset with them that they never come around. And when they come around, I'm gonna kick them out right away and punish them. That's how a lot of people view money. Other people are super clingy, like, please don't go, please don't go, stay here with me, please stay, don't ever leave me. If, you were, if money were a person, would they wanna hang out with you then? No. 
Some people are so mean to money, they tell it to never come back. So if money were a person, how do you treat it? Because if money were your best friend, money were someone that you unconditionally loved and appreciated, and they came over, you'd be like, I'm so grateful for you're here. You know, do you want a glass of wine? Come in, hang out, take your shoes off. Oh, you can only stay 10 minutes? No problem. What are you doing? Oh, you're going on vacation with your friend? Fantastic. Go have a blast. I'll see you in a couple weeks. You're not worried if they're going to come back. And because you're living in appreciation and love for that person, when they do leave, they want to come back. And so I want you to take a look at your life and ask yourself, if money were a person, how would my relationship with that person be? Would my relationship be beautiful? Would my relationship be a good quality relationship? Or am I on the rocks with this person? Do I judge this person? So when you worry about money, it pushes it away. Abundance is the mindset of more. It's not the mindset of or. The mindset of or is scarcity. Scarcity is I can do this or that. I can either paint the bathroom or do the kitchen. Now, I'm not saying spending money that you don't have. That's also scarcity. If you're spending money irresponsibly and just saying, I'm abundant, that is not abundance. That's foolishness. That's scarcity. That's using strategies that don't work. You'll end up poor. That is spending money to feel significant. Abundance is a feeling of more as possible. Scarcity is a mindset of or, this or that. I cannot do these at the same time. So and think about how this impacts your beliefs. Think about how this, let's say that you own a business. We're about to get into the strategy piece in just a second, but if you own a business and you believe that it's an economic recession and that people don't have the money that they did before, so they won't spend money right now, and you bring that into your business, your focus is on who? Other people or yourself. It's on yourself. So you never come up with the ideas of how to serve them. And you don't put yourself out there. You assume failure. But here's the thing. People will always pay to have their problems solved. People will all, our business took off at the height of COVID, right? People will always pay to have their problems solved. If you're in the middle of an economic recession, you have no money in the bank, but you break your leg, you're going to the hospital to get that fixed. It doesn't matter what it costs. You will find a way or make the way because people will always pay to have their problems solved. And so if you view that, if you view it that way and you see helping people by charging them as a beautiful gift that you can give them because they'll take it seriously enough to change their life, then you'll put yourself out there during times of economic uncertainty in a way that no one else does. See, if there's a big hill coming and you're on your bike and you slow down because you're afraid of this hill, what happens? It becomes incredibly hard to get over it. But if you see that hill coming from far away and you speed up because you anticipate, because anticipation is power, and you speed up your bike going towards that hill, you pedal up and you get over the hump of that and down the other side. And when it all passes, you are so much further along than everyone else. So we need to view this time as the greatest time of opportunity in human history. This is the greatest time you will ever have to grow your business. Because when everyone else is slowing down, saying, I'm so scared, I'm so worried, I don't have money, I'm gonna give up and stop serving other people, I'm gonna shut my business down, you're speeding up. You're saying, I'm gonna double down on how I serve. So let's go into the strategy piece. How do you actually do this operationally? Really, really simply, not nearly as much as what we talked about with mindset and energy. You double down on the value that you add instead of what most people do, which is shy away. When times of pessimism show up, that is where leaders are born. That is when you step up and you serve more than you have ever served before. You will literally stand out. 
Everyone be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm going with you. They seem to know what they're doing. They're confident during this economic uncertainty. Instead of you living in fear, you enter other people's fears and help them solve them. That's what sets you apart during a recession. That's what makes you recession proof. Instead of you living in your own fear of money, you use what we talk about the mindset and energy piece, tune into that radio dial and you enter the mindset of empathy for other people. You enter their fears and you solve their fears. What's going through their mind right now, they will gladly pay to have their problems solved. And what oftentimes comes up here is guilt. Well, I feel bad taking money from someone during a hard economic time. No, 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 no. Sales is the greatest active service you can give someone because if you don't sell them something, they don't pay attention enough to change their life. Sales is the act of giving someone a transformation they'll never be able to have for free. So your job right now is to add more value than anyone else. Add more value than anyone else and you will be rewarded. You will stand out when this is all said and done because this is cyclical. It will pass like it always passes. There's always times of pessimism. There's always times of worry. Look at history instead of headlines. It absolutely will pass. Your job is to add more value than anyone else during that time and you will be rewarded. So something huge is coming up. First of all, by the way, if you're having a hard time with this, hard time adopting this, it might be because your success archetype is set up for scarcity. I've studied over 10,000 people that I've worked with over the last 10 years and I've recognized patterns that keep people stuck and patterns that make people thrive. And so if you are living in a mindset of scarcity and you logically understand what I'm saying, but it feels like you can't get yourself there, it might be because of your unique success archetype. What you believe about success and possibility radically impacts if you'll be successful. Think about this. What you believe impacts the potential you tap into. The potential you tap into impacts the action you take. The action you take dictates your results. The results you get reinforce your existing beliefs. So if your success archetype is set up for scarcity, then of course you're going to have a hard time adopting this. So make sure you take our free quiz. It's 60 seconds. It's totally free. We linked up right below here. Quizzes at bradbizjack.com. Quizzes at bradbiz or quizzes.bradbizjack.com. Excuse me quizzes.bradbizjack.com. We've linked it up below. Get your unique success archetype. There's a video afterwards that shows you what you can do to start changing that. We've linked that up right below this. And next week, I have something powerful for you. Next week, I'm bringing in a dear friend. This is someone who has 40 years in business. This person is a best-selling author in the financial space. He is a ninja in terms of business and economics and markets. He... He is the founder of the Affluence Blueprint. This guy is Brendan Burchard's business advisor. This guy is one of the most successful people I have ever met. He's brought a company to over 200 million. He's beaten cancer and he specializes in helping people master their personal finances and economics during uncertain times like the recession that we're entering into. And I'm bringing him on the show next week for you to learn from him. And there's going to be no sale of anything, no pitch at all. And it's going to be something where we'll give you an opportunity to hop on a, a free class with us where there will also be no pitch on that free class to go a little bit deeper. But this, what we saw, I was talking to him the other day and we saw that there was this need right now 
this need to help people with money, this need to help people with finances right now more than ever before. And so we're teaming up to bring that to you. He's going to be in our podcast next week. And then the week after, we or that same week, we're going to have a class for you to attend, which will help you in terms of your personal finances and your affluence during an uncertain time. And there's going to be no sales pitch on it. It's going to be awesome. So make sure you tune in the podcast episode next week. Make sure you take our uh, our free quiz at quizzes.bradbizjack.com. I hope that this episode served you today and make sure you go there today and and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. I'll see you next week.